This is the Beers and Fears Podcast. Don't you play movies? Movies don't create cycles. What is going on, Horror Nation? I am your host, Tucker Miller. I'm Rowdy. And this you're is the third time to... we've done this. <laughs> and you are listening to the Beers and Fears podcast. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, you know, it's that kind of fucking night. Uh, Rowdy, how's it going, man? Uh, pretty good. For some reason, I'm tired. Um, don't know why. Haven't done a goddamn thing all day. I'm just wore the fuck out. It feels like we've done nothing but run all day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, other than that, yeah, pretty good, actually. Yeah. It wasn't a terrible week, for the most part. Yeah, I'm sure as you guys noticed, there was no episode last weekend, and that was because I was dying. Uh, yeah, pretty bad sinus infection, and it was migrated into my teeth, and I thought I was going to die, but we are back. Yeah, he's a bitch. And it's so uh, hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, he... His bitch ass can't drink today. No, I can't because I'm so on I've had antibiotics. <laughs> yeah, Rowdy's just hammering them back. I'm about to go have some more later. Yeah. He's partying tonight. Let's see. What all have I drank today? I'll start off with what I'm actually drinking right now, which is the one we've already done before, the Hopfen Tea. Hopfen Tea uh, by Perennial Artisan Tea. Uh, ales good sour beer Mm -hmm. that's all i've drank today is sours uh mother's backyard beers she's a local beer local beer yeah uh raspberry tart ghost ale with raspberry and lemon uh raspberry puree and lemon peel lend a subtle fruitiness that perfectly complements the refreshing tartness of a classic ghost. Light-bodied, bright, and perfectly suited for a sun-soaked frolic, this is a beer brewed to put a leash on the dog days of summer. And is this what you're drinking right now? No, I'm drinking oh. the and tea. So you already had this? Yes. So how was it? Eh, out of all of them that I've drank today... Like middle road, it ain't the best. It's, it's a good sour beer, though. Yeah, it, it's definitely one that I would get again. Right on. And then I had two different prairie artisan ales. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is called Vape Tricks, which is a sour ale aged with cherries. Mm-hmm. And the other one is No Way Froze, which is a sour ale with lime zest, strawberry, and pineapple puree. And juniper. So I tried. I took a sip of his um, vape tricks um, because every time I've seen it, I'm like, I want to try that. And um, it smells awful to me. To me, yes. it smells fucking it rancid. Not, it does not smell. It tastes. It all. tastes wonderful though. Yeah. If you just like don't breathe in when you put the glass to your nose, it's like just this wonderful palate expanding ale and it's got a sour bite to it and it's nice it smells like shit though yeah it smells terrible probably the best one i had today it smells other like, than those hoppins it's, 
it's heavily smells of fermentation. Like not not necessarily like beer fermentation. It smells like like decomposition yeah. and like rotting. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh man, that stinks. And then I sipped it and I was like, ooh, that's that's fucking tasty. Out of the four, I think that one's my number two. I, I think the Hoffen beer or Hoffen tea. Yeah. Is uh better. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um that's definitely one again. Um, that's definitely one that I would go back to. However What about the No Way Froze? Eh. Little lime forward. Okay. Couldn't really taste much strawberry or uh pineapple on it. Yeah. I couldn't. Uh it was kind of like, your like chiladas. Yeah, those fucking chiladas oh, were fucking disgusting. Those smelled like nothing but lime and salt. Yeah, don't get well, which is what it is. But yeah, but oh my god. Uh, yeah, I might as well have been drinking straight lime juice last night. Yeah, just fermented lime juice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thing with the prairie ales mm-hmm. though, they are expensive. Yeah, they're a bit pricey. They're like what are they like three, like three and a bucks half a for piece? a twelve ounce. For about three bucks i think they were just under three for these ones yeah but prairie also sells ones that are over ten dollars a can yeah and and i'm not once I'm not again pint size cans these are 12 ounce cans once again your prices will vary um for for comparison a standard say bud light 12 ounce would cost us like a buck ten if that yeah so just to put that into perspective, these well, bad boys six, are th- between pack, three and ten dollars. A six pack costs eight, eight bucks. bucks. Yeah. So. Sorry for the noise. You Killing fucking stickers. scumbag. But uh, yeah. Other than that, good beers. Yeah. Yeah. More stickers for the table. Yeah, for sure. They they all smelled wonderful except for the vape tricks. Yeah, vape tricks smells like yes. Yeah. Yet tasted the best. Second best for me. Well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm saying out of the new ones. Oh, out of the new ones? Yeah. yeah. Definitely was the best one out of the new ones. Yeah. Which is interesting. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still sniffly. And yeah. Fuck you guys. Fuck you and your not sickness. He's still a bitch. Yeah. I thought I was going to die, dude. I was like... I was like... This infection's gonna go straight to my heart and kill me. Yeah, he was like shaking on the couch. Yeah, Roddy's like, you, "You good, bro?" And I was like, "No." Ow. Like, I think it's safe to say we're not fucking recording this week. He yeah. goes, "No." I'm just sitting here, like waiting for my prescription ibuprofen to kick in, and I'm just like, "I'm literally dying, Rowdy." Just, just. Tell my family I love them. <laughs> it was pretty entertaining on my end. God, I th- I I literally thought that I was gonna have to go to the hospital. I was hey, like, yeah, you you got pretty fucking close. I was like, this this is really bad. I've knit like people always bitch about sinus infections. Like they're like, ah, oh, it's the worst. And I'm like, it's just a sinus infection. Like yeah, you get a little bit of a headache and like pressure in your nasal cavity. And then you're fine a few days later. I fucking get it now. Like, I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Oh, like, before I didn't... we go too much far farther, if I have, like, an aneurysm or anything, it's probably because I'm getting electrocuted 
Oh, yeah. Just so everybody's clear. Uh, we ran into a fiasco where my cat snuck into the office. And there's a specific reason that she's not allowed into my office. And that's because she's a cord chewer. Yeah, and she... Uh... And she got both of our headphones. Mine is fine. Yeah, you, you, I've got uh, tooth marks. Yeah, you have little dents in your fucking cable. Rowdy's headphones came back in pieces. <laughs> yeah, so we uh, so we became electricians. Soldered last night, and yeah. uh, it's not good. However, I mean, however, however, just however, fine. the headphones are working. I just yeah. might end up getting a nice shock. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we fucking killed the solder job, but like the second time. Yeah, we also had to solder it in two different places, so. And solder it twice. Because the first time it didn't work, right? Yeah, and I had no shrink wrap, so it's electrical taped, like, I don't know, three times the thickness of the cord. <laughs> uh, it, it's basically went from a eighth inch cord to a quarter inch cord. Yeah, maybe so, a half. Pretty close. Getting there. It's... Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, <clears throat> yeah. Sinus infections, chewed up headphones. 50 hours work. And lots of sour ale. That's how our week's been. And our vape shop is going through the fucking arena at the moment. Yeah. So we have like fucking 400 liters, milliliters of fucking juice sitting in front of us. Yeah. That and... Tucker doesn't like really any of the ones he has yeah <laughs> because um there was a uh, some we'll say technical difficulties and with flavoring the flavorings that i like just weren't there anymore and um i'm very picky i have a sensitive palate when it comes to like flavorings well so am i but and, thankfully mine is yeah and one of the flavors that was still there. And so I got three different flavors going, well, if it's going to be gone, I better just get something. And yep. they're all okay. They're, and they're all great. very different. And they're all very full. Yes. Like, that's like three months of e-liquid. No, no. This is like a week and a half. This is like maybe two weeks. Okay, so it's like a month and a half of e-liquid. I was going to say, and I have a month. Yeah, and I've, I've just got, I have to use it. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. No beer, slightly non unsatisfying vape. I'm non, just, non-prime uh, vape. And a fucking sinus infection. So, down the hatch with this Mountain Dew, I guess. beer it's so good i can hear it through my headphones so i'm just like fuck (laughs) (laughs) i can hear the cat (laughs) uh i'm trying to think are there any other updates yeah join listener support so that we can get dynamic headphones so that you don't hear everything that happens on the table because of our condenser microphones (laughs) and the fact that we can't sit still for more than five minutes at a time yeah like, I just realized I'm spinning electrical tape on the table. Jesus I'm fucking fucking Christ. with a quarter. So. Ugh. Uh, yeah, listener support. No 
no shame in that plug at all. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've got my eyes on some really good dynamic mics that would make this podcast sound fantastic. So if you feel ever so inclined to join listener support, no, you'll know exactly where it's going. New microphones. Yes. And a webcam or two. Yeah. So maybe eventually we can do some live stuff. That's not on Facebook. Yeah, for sure. Or YouTube live on a phone. It'll be somewhere. On a phone. That's the big one. Yeah. Big, uh, excuse me, thing. I know, dude. I'm in gassy. No, so so have I. Yeah, you about ran me out this fucking office, man. Uh, yeah. Your butthole fucking stank. That was also your dog, too, because there was my one do- time yeah. I was like, and then, and then my dog started farting, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Everyone's trying to kill me. <laughs> Locked in that <laughs> office. With no windows that open. That one opens. It's just a bitch to open. I got these old ass windows. They're like. Wood frame. Yeah. The wood frame like slide in the aluminum tray. Yeah. Type windows. And they're all. They're all at least somewhat seized. Yes. One opens halfway and then the other two don't open at all. And, which and we can't lift them. We can't put any more pressure on them because we about fucking broke the snap frame. the frame yeah and so like i mean hey the office is secure but <laughs> but, but it's almost gas tight and it doesn't help that we're pumping nothing but co2, CO2 into this fucking building yeah oh which, yeah that's that was fun yesterday yeah Ugh. what me about dying oh yeah rowdy almost died in the keg room <laughs> a not, lot of shit's been going not, down not the worst place to die however that was not fun. Except that the taps aren't in there. No, but there's bottles of liquor. <laughs> and beer bottles in there. Yeah. I always say, everybody's like, oh, you just go down down the strip mall because there's storm shelters. Yeah. It's like, fuck that. Tornado's coming straight for this place. I'm going straight to the keg room and getting fucking hammered. I'm like, fuck that. If I'm going out, I'm going out not sober. <laughs> right. I'm going out with a fucking buzz. <laughs> yeah, there was a poorly, a poorly. Somebody uh, doesn't know how to do kegs, apparently. Yeah, a poorly tapped keg, and it was just leaking CO2. Yeah, pumping well, nothing. But okay, it was dumping CO2 I was into say, the it, keg it room. Straight up pumping CO2 in. Like, you could hear it pumping it in. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my. Yeah, 30 so, seconds in that room I was about to pass out it was yeah. pretty it was pretty rad and then Rowdy's boss the owner comes in and he's like oh it seems fine to me yeah fucking prick you're like whoa I'm like okay you and got, then I found then I found the problem I guess he's like he, oh he's got some deep lungs motherfucker is a meathead yeah so I don't man this week has been fucking bonkers man I'm glad that didn't send Oh, and then uh, we all hope you guys had a wonderful Halloween because I worked. Uh, I was off for the first time in five, five years. years. Yeah. And so I took my daughter out trick or treating. That was fun. She really enjoyed it. And then that was it. That's literally all I did. I worked a it's 12 hour shift that day and then I had to work a 12 hour shift on Friday. So yeah, it's funny because like, this is, this was the first Halloween that I was like, actually like off, off. 
And and we couldn't do anything. And I didn't go to like any parties or anything. Yep. The other times that I wasn't off, if I called in, I went to parties. Yeah, we had a few good Halloween parties. Yeah, yeah, they were fun. But shit, all the way back in high school, we were still going and had fucking Halloween yeah. parties, which nine times out of ten ended up with me getting into a fucking fight. Yeah, but luckily, luckily, if things go the way we have planned for next year, Halloween will be fun. Fucking better be. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we hope you all had a wonderful Halloween because. As you guys know, it's our favorite time of season. We didn't get to do an episode on Halloween because, well, it didn't fall on a Monday night. <laughs> didn't fall on a night where we were both off. Yeah. Fucking and stupid. Yeah. We didn't really, because of technical and medical difficulties, we didn't really get to do anything for Halloween this year. And it was a really big disappointment. And I wouldn't blame you guys if you thought it was a disappointment as well. Yeah. It was definitely disappointing for us. But hopefully, hopefully we can redeem ourselves with some good content from now on. Yes. But with that, before we get to the movie, we will have to do a spoiler alert because I'm not sure oh, a lot of people have for seen sure. this. This is a very new movie. Um but I think it's time let's cut to ad so we can get into this movie. Yeah, for sure. We'll be back in a second. And we are back. Oh shit, we're started already? Yeah. So, as you guys have probably seen by the title of this episode, today's Stephen King. Stephen King. Is In the Tall Grass. Boy, oh boy. This movie's a fucking trip. Uh, novel by Stephen King. One And once again, Netflix. Fucking quality content no shit uh yeah this fucking movie is a mind fuck from basically beginning to end yeah and uh kind of hard to follow yeah a little um this definitely requires you know you got to put on your listening ears and you have to focus you can't this can't be like a background noise movie yeah Right, the at first when we were watching it, Rowdy was like looking at his phone still and stuff, and then I quickly saw him just face I had down to, his I phone. I had to focus. It, yeah, he was so just like fucking uh, hard what? on the movie, and it's not because it, it's not like I had to focus so I knew what the fuck we were doing. Like I, it's a good movie, and sorry for the crying kid in the background. Um, yeah, great movie. I just like. If you don't focus on it, you're going to miss so much. something. But yeah, uh, insane what fucking happens in this movie, and I'm gonna have to go find the fucking book. No shit, no shit, dude. Because obviously they're gonna cut bits of the book out. I want to fucking know what the fuck is going on because there's still questions I have. Right. Um. So, uh, the movie starts off with Cal and Becky, and they are traveling to San Diego for some reason. Yeah. And spoiler alert. Yeah, so we're not holding back, and because I have questions, 
Rowdy has questions. We're going to talk about certain aspects of the movie. And so, if you want to watch this movie, go ahead and hit pause now. And come back when you're done watching, when you're it. Done watching it. And then you can be just as confused as we are and we can talk about it. Yep. So, spoiler alert. Three, two, one. You had your chance. So, yeah. Um, movie starts out with Cal and Becky... And they're traveling basically across the country. Yep. Uh, and Becky gets nauseous. and In the middle of BFE. Yeah. Kiowa County, Kansas. And they pull over for her to vomit. And shortly before leaving, they hear someone yelling from, from the field. The, from the grass, the, the field that has been overtaken by grass. Ooh, and... Yeah. Um, the voice is yelling for help that he's lost and he can't, find, he can't the find the road. And so they go in after him and that's where the movie really takes off. And gets really confusing really fucking quick. Um, so that that's basically all the story we're going to talk about. Yeah. And we're just going to, uh, we're going to be all over the place now. <laughs> like the movie. Yeah, or no like sure. trying to get out of the field because this field moves you. Yeah, you basically teleport. Um, so you may be, and and they do a a very odd way of like making that clear by making the voices travel. Yeah, where voices are skipping around or yeah. they're moving very quickly past you. Yep. Or it, what? someone's watching the sky and the sun is just not there anymore. It's it, now it's behind, behind you. you. Yeah. So um, they, they make it obvious that you're obviously not in the same spot you were. Yeah. Um. So, oh, and the field doesn't move things that are dead. Yeah, you learn that actually pretty quickly. Yes. Um, so, <clears throat> one thing that really surprised me about this movie is it kicks right the fuck off. There's about two and a half, three minutes of... Oh, there is of, no exposition. Of, of beginning, and then they're just in the field. Yeah, there just is no exposition yeah. at all. Like, at all. They're like, they're like, no, just start with, just get going, and then we'll talk later about this. <laughs> and so... Like, it'll become clear. Yeah, and it was a, an aspect of the movie that I actually really liked. Oh, I loved it because uh, a few of the movies we've watched lately, it was fucking an hour of exposition and 30 minutes of fun. Yeah. And that happens a lot in horror movies. Yeah. Especially, like, movies that are, like, really deep, like this one, where it's, like, there's a lot of shit going on. They're, like, let's unpack it all at the very beginning of the movie. Well, it's, like, can it's we not? not? It's, yeah, you have a super deep movie, but it gets unpacked at the first, like, the first yeah. in the first hour of the movie, but nothing happens. Yeah. This movie, it's, like, we're just gonna let them figure, out, figure it out by themselves. Yeah, and it's kind of, like... The audience will figure this out as they do, and you will learn about the characters as as other characters yeah. do. And so, there is no 
let's learn about your main characters and then go on. And I think I think this played very advantageously to the movie. Yes, I think it helped the movie a lot. Fuck, I didn't realize. Okay, so there's twice in the movie where it like time basically loops back. Loops, yeah. And so you basically go back in time. I didn't realize that until Tucker noticed it or said it like two minutes after it already happened. And I was like, oh, yeah. fuck, what the hell is going on? I'm so confused right now. Yeah, the the first time loop isn't it isn't like, hey, this is a time loop. Yes, it's it's very subtle and eventually you'll notice. But it's right when it happens. Like, Rowdy totally build, missed like, it. Like, I totally did. And he's like, they just looped back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, they did. And then, like, I realized what Tucker meant. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no, they looped back. Like, they, <laughs> they went back in time, basically. Yeah. And it happens again later. And it's a lot more evident because well, the characters later get reintroduced. Like, it basically yeah. reintroduces them to the field. Yeah, and it, it's not necessarily like back in time it's like time is folding on itself yeah and so like it's overlapping because that's the first layer of mind fuckery in this movie and so when that first happened i'm like oh okay so this is um this is that kind of movie okay i fucks with this and then i was quickly like can we stop please (laughs) can we stop i'm getting very very fucking confused right now i can't handle this amount of uh fucking insanity um because it happens multiple times i mean mm-hmm. we you get introduced to another character who is like trying to find them like two months later mm-hmm. uh cal and becky two months after they disappear yeah and they find each other yeah but he's in but, there before they are yeah and yeah so it's that, that's just a, a taste of the time loopiness. Yeah. And surprisingly, surprisingly, not a lot of death in this. No, there's like three deaths or something. Like on-screen deaths? Uh, four. Four? Four, I believe. Yeah, and so, um, which we'll get into that in a second. But um, that is pretty mild for horror movies nowadays and especially for us where we have like but also considering there is a cast of six people that is true and the fact that i mean technically seven because like uh travis stops at the some gas station to get be like have you seen these people and there was a lady so like literally through the whole movie, there six is six people. There is six people and a lot of grass, and then grass people and with titties, so, muddy, so, muddy covered people. Yeah, with muddy titties. titties. Um, and a giant fucking meter right with Native American carvings on it. Yeah. Uh, eight people because of the baby. Fuck you. Ha <laughs> ha. The baby wasn't real. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's talk about the cast for a little bit. The boy who played I don't Toby. Know. 
That kid killed it. Yes. That he, kid. going to be a good actor. That kid, you're sitting there, and at first you're like, no, fuck that kid. Like, that kid's the devil. Like, you're like, holy shit. As but then he, by the end of the movie, you're like, go, Toby, go. You're the best. Like, Yeah, as soon as I saw him the first time, I was like. Bad News Bears. Yep. Yeah. I was like, you're right. stay no, the fuck away from no, this no, kid. No, 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 no. Yeah, see, I was the exact same way. I'm like, because he, dude, like, the way he was acting, like, he's, like, he looking looked, at you, like, with his eyes all wide zombie, and shit. Zombie is the first thing. Yeah, like, like emotionless. the fucking corn type yeah. person. And that kid, that kid's going to be a good actor. Yeah. Uh, Will Bewey, Bewey Jr., yeah, that kid's gonna be a good actor when he kid's gets a good older. Actor. I mean, he's a good actor now. Um, oh. Patrick Wilson absolutely slayed this movie, and that motherfucker is the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, Let's see. His, you, you, you were totally right. Seven fucking people. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't joking. There's no, literally seven literally cast seven members. Cast members. Patrick Wilson, Harrison Gilbert, Gilbertson. Mm-hmm. Avery Witted, Rachel Wilson, Tiffany Helm, kid who plays Toby, Tobin, and uh, Layla de Oliveira. Yeah, so, yeah, the way Patrick showed that his character was just like slowly unwinding. Because you you meet him twice in the movie. Yes. And clearly it's after a fold in time. The yes. second time. And the first time you meet him, it's the complete opposite of Tobin. You're like, okay, Patty's in here to save the day. Yeah. And you're like, oh, thank goodness. I was like, oh, he's going to be a, he's going to be the good guy. And then. And you're like, okay, and you're you're steadfast in that. And then the second the second time you meet him, you're like, okay, he's back, good, good. And then you're like, maybe this isn't so good. And then you're like, oh, this this yeah, I don't this it, isn't right. And then you're like, this is very bad. <laughs> yes. Uh, because you he literally shows back up and he's all cool. And then he slowly unwinds a little bit. And then his wife shows up and then it's it just goes, like, he's like snaps and he goes full psycho mode. And yes, it's amazing. And that's where really the kill count kind of starts. Mm-hmm. There was one beforehand off screen. Yeah. You can assume because there, you, you, you find like they find a dead body later. Yeah. There's actually like a shitload of death in this movie, but none, almost none of it happens on screen. And it's the same people. Spoiler alert. Same people dying over and over. Yes. They come back over and over and over yeah. again. But, uh, yeah. So Becky dies first. Mm-hmm. Obviously not because she's in the rest of the movie. Yeah. But there is her dead body. Uh, however, uh, What's well, it? actually, at first you hear her die. Yeah, because it cuts away. Yeah, you hear her die first. And then later, 
her dead body's found. Yes. And then she's not dead. Yeah. That's confusing <laughs> as fuck. And then she dies again. Yes. And then again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what's his, I don't remember what Patrick Wilson's name was. Uh, Ross. Ross. Yeah. yeah. Ross fucking kills his wife. Straight up. Oh, yeah. So we're diving into the kill count? Yeah, let's do that real quick. So, Becky first. So, first on-screen kill. First on-screen kill would be uh, Ross's wife, Natalie. Yeah. Who, Ross, has superhuman strength. Yeah, no shit. And just crushes her skull a la fucking Andre the Giant. Yeah, like the big squeeze. Yeah. He just, like, literally squeezes her head with his palms. Yeah. And um, the special effects on that were fucking insane. We'll get into for, that. For one, for one, the screen does not cut away at all. No. It goes from her being there to special effects without the camera cutting away. Yes. Which is so it's so good. It's so tasty. Like you're just like that. That was beautiful. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was like... Oh, my God. Some of the best special effects I've seen in a long time. Yeah, especially with something as big as, like, somebody's head getting squished. Yes. And and it was tasteful. Like, it wasn't, like... It wasn't it over-the-top was gory. It wasn't... It wasn't like blood exploding out of her face and her eyeballs hanging out and stuff. But no. She does get, like, a, a bulge in her forehead, and then her head just, like, collapses in on yep. itself. Yeah, and it was kind of a, like, really fucked up scene. Because you can feel the tension, because Toby's standing there watching his dad Kill his mom. crush his mom's skull. And he's like, don't worry, dude. <laughs> yeah. Flesh is just grass. Yep, and then... And then squeeze. Yep. Um... Then after that, you have, I'm going to consider it a death because how he felt he would definitely not be alive. Oh, yeah. Would have been uh, Travis. Travis. Yeah. Getting, like, falling off the roof of the bowling alley that they find in yeah, the middle of the Yeah, you hear him smack the ground and his head hit concrete. So. Uh, yeah, had to have. And obviously, over a story tall. Yeah. You crack your head on concrete, you ain't getting up. Yeah. there. I mean, there are those rare occasions, you know, the dude who fell like 40 stories and somehow was fine. But yes. Then that's not this time. <laughs> then you have Cal, mm-hmm. who gets killed. Which this, this was one of the... One of the best parts in not necessarily like special effects or um, storyline wise, but directing. Yes. And I also like because they use the whole the field has like teleportation fucking yeah. holes in it because of how it happens. Like, yeah, he's getting chased through the field. And uh, Ross fucking cuts in and then cuts straight back out tackling him. Yeah. So it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And 
clear clearly what what uh Ross is, or what Patrick Wilson's character was saying in in that little like monologue there that had to have come straight out of the book because that was like that was some fucking villainous shit right there. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Oh, you should have turned left like, and you should have ran right, but you turned right and you ran left and then you didn't turn at all. But what you don't understand is no matter where you go, all paths lead to me. Yep. And then he kills him. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and not just like, I'm going to stab you in the gut. No, he strangles him. Strangles him. But the best part is right after he says, all paths lead to me, Cal looks to his left and sees just a row of himself dead in in different states, states of, of decomposition. Yep. And he's just like, oh, fuck. Yep. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that was beautiful. That was so good. Your dad messaged me. You know, he messaged me you too. You cunt. I am recording. He found he found an AK740, AK47. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Check my wires yeah, real right. quick. I think you're getting a fucking zap, dude. He found an AK47 in his uh, almond joy. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh Yeah, the whole they kind of drive home and they are the ones being mm-hmm. killed yeah. constantly. And, uh, yeah, so Cal dies. Yeah. Then Becky is back at the stone. Yeah. Like, going into labor three months early. Yeah. Uh, well, remember. Yes. Travis said that they were gone for two months. Yes. They, because they were, he was following them to go to the same place to stop her. And he waited for two months for them to show up. Yeah. And then came. So she was six months pregnant, which means she was actually eight months pregnant. I think time works a little differently in this fucking field, I'm obviously. Ju- I'm just saying. Uh, anyway... That was that, that was that was my understanding. Straight up, it. like causes her to go into labor, like very clearly. Grass goes up her fucking dress. Yeah, and then blood starts coming. Yeah. running down her legs, and I was just like, "The grass is raping her." I'm not about this. I was like, "This is this took a weird yeah, fucking turn." I was just like, "Oh my god!" This and is then you get like the awkward camera inside a womb, and like grass oh, yeah. is like eating the baby yeah it's like wrapping around the baby and yeah. stuff and i was just like oh this is yeah. really awkward and then this whole fuck up, <laughs> fucked up scene happens yeah okay the thing i didn't uh, um i didn't it didn't really make sense to me it was okay so the ground opens up right yeah and there's all these dead well, bodies well, and shit. there was like this whole root system like big thick like tree roots Coming from the rock. Coming from a meteor. Yeah. And I so don't fucking, like, I don't get it. Uh and then and then below that there's just like piles of bodies. Yeah. And they're uh, like, help. Kind of a rapey scene yeah. happens. Uh actually that happens before that point. Yeah. But either way. 
it's kind of disgusting. Oh, well, Patrick Wilson Patrick? gets stabbed yeah. in the fucking eye. He's like, you, you want to lay on the rock naked? You want me inside of you? Yeah. <laughs> you want to feel that? And I'm just like, please don't. Ew. I like you as an actor. This makes me very much not like, like you right now. I'm like, you just talked about fucking on a rock. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> fucking a very pregnant. Yeah. Like, this woman's about to pop, and you just want to load it back up. Like, can we not? <laughs> yeah. He gets stabbed in the eye. And then after the whole baby thing, like, ritual type thing happens. Yeah, and then uh, the bitch eats her own baby. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Dude, I'm sitting there the whole time. I'm like, Riley, she's eating her own baby. And he's like, maybe. <laughs> I'm like, no, dude. She's eating the baby. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, you ate all of it. And I was like, that's it. She ate the baby. Yeah. And then, and then the fuck, man. Whole fight scene kind of happens. Becky dies after yeah. legitimately after taking Patrick Wilson's other fucking eye. Yeah. <laughs> she fucking stabs him in the other eye. I don't think she stabbed him. I think she had like a rock or something. Or and just she had her, her necklace. And so she like jabbed it in his eye or some yeah. shit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, took his other eye. Another fight scene happens. Uh, Travis is on the verge of death. Yeah, he is stabbed in the gut by a bone. Yeah, by like a femur. Yep, that's exactly what it was. And uh, he decides to touch the rock. Yeah, which that was a really cool scene. Yeah, because the, the touchy touchy. If you touch the rock, then you kind of. Well, you can never leave the field, for one. Yeah, you. It, the way I understand it is, like, you kind of become part of, like, the hive network. Yes. Kind of. Yes. And you, now you know what all the paths are uh, to get uh, yeah. wherever. And Yeah, which it was really cool. Uh, what I really liked about it was as soon as he touched the rock, like, the clouds started turning red. And then... It zoomed then, out above yeah. it. Yeah, yep. the the scene that goes above it and it just lights up all the paths. Yep, just the paths. Through all the grass, which there's like these natural paths because you know grass grows in patches. Yep. And so there's just like all these winding paths and it looks like rivers basically. Yeah, it, it, well it, you know like whenever you see those videos of like a nervous system. Yeah. That's basically it. That's looks what like it that. Like. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that looks really cool because it's just all this green grass and then just like red light yep. shining through all of it. Yep. And he immediately grabs Tobin, Toby, and is like, follow me. Yeah. And leads him to safety. And then dies. And then Tobin escapes, somehow talks Becky and Cal not to go into the field. Yeah. They turn around and go back to wherever the fuck they're from. Yeah. And then Cal, or not Cal, but Travis just falls backwards and dies. Yeah. Knowing that he accomplished his job, which <clears throat> what was uh, from a, uh, what do you call it? A, um, a cinematography standpoint, what I really loved was as the camera pans out, the leaves are naturally laying over because, you know, they're too yep. heavy to hold themselves up. And so as the camera pans out, it looks like the grass is reaching and like closing in closing over, over him. him yeah. But it wasn't like 
in the in the shot that's not what they actually did it's just as it moved up they you know uh, as it goes higher up on the grass it's leaning over farther yeah i was just like oh that looks really cool um yeah it was a very good ending scene yeah which was confusing at the same time i still don't get the time jump folding okay so so we're done with the kill count yes so that let's move in to what confuses us about this movie so you're talking about the time jump what does it what don't you understand from the time jump it's just i i don't think it's necessarily the time jump itself it's more of trying to like i don't understand what exactly is happening Mm -hmm. like why is like this whole nervous system like that's why i want to read the book because maybe there's an explanation so the way the way i understand it is the rock is consuming people yes but like uh, eating them basically and so the rock uses people to lure more people in and the best way to do that is to put them in a time loop right by folding time it can pull more people in at the exact same time it right i guess i don't know it's just it's a weird concept i want to read the book and yeah maybe maybe see if i can't here's here's what confuses me everything we saw more or less gets explained through the time foldings. Yes. Like how Tobin knew Travis already and how, and how he knew Becky and uh, Cal as being brother and sister. Yes. And then later on in the movie, how Travis knew Tobin and yeah. And how Travis knew Ross's name and everything like that. Here's what they never explained in the time loops. In the beginning, when you meet Tobin, he takes Cal to the rock. He had already touched the rock because that's how he found Cal. Yes. And he touches. Because he knows the paths. And he touches the rock. A second time. A second time. Or or again. And he's like, oh, yeah, that feels good. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. In the folding of time, you never see Tobin touch the rock. Just the one time. Yep. You see almost everything in this movie at least twice. From either a different perspective or um, different circumstances. Yes. You never see that twice. Right. I don't know. I want to know what caused Tobin to touch the rock. Well... I actually might have a theory with that. I was going to say, I have one too. We'll hear yours first. Might not have been Tobin the first time we see him touch the rock. I see what you're saying. However, just because of the scene with the baby, where it was Cal feeding her the baby. Yeah. And it turned out to be. But then as soon as he finished, he's like, you ate it all. He's like, yeah. And he says something else and. His face, like lightning strikes or something, and his face morphs into, um, Ross into Ross's face, and he's like, "Gotcha, bitch!" Basically, yeah. So, um, that could be it. 
and that's what that's what I was gonna say. Or, or all the time flipping. I was gonna say, or it was already at a point where Tobin changed the path because, like, when Becky tried to call herself, yeah, to stop Cal and uh, Travis from fighting, yes. <clears throat> Maybe he had already set forth the path of that, saving himself. That yeah, that he doesn't touch the rock. Yeah, I and so I. The, I, I, I just <clears throat> uh, what I want to find the book. It's yeah, Stephen King. I doubt there's a fucking answer in the book. The question is: Is the book called In the Tall Grass? Yeah, I have no. Or idea. Does it have another name? <laughs> uh, probably has another name. Uh, but I. I think the book's going to be really good so this is odd but the set and scenery of this movie is absolutely fucking gorgeous and it's it's just fucking fucking grass yeah i mean yeah we can't really talk about scene structure or anything like physical yeah because they're in a fucking field of grass that's like eight foot tall yeah literally that and then there's a rock in the middle of it yeah that's literally it. And a bowling alley. Yeah, and a bowling and, and alley. And a rundown church. The rundown church is across the street. The bowling alley is in the middle of the yeah. field. I was like, I guess the grass overtook it, maybe? No idea. I don't know, but... Yes, it is called In the Tall Grass. Okay. Yeah, I want to read that, or at least like listen to it on audiobook or something. Yep. Because... This seems like the kind of movie. Um, you hear him buzzing? No, I was hearing music, and I th- uh, it sounded like it was coming from oh. the computer, <laughs> but it's coming from the living my room. living room. Sorry about that, but uh, yeah, I was just like, yeah, there's thought, no thought, speakers over here. <laughs> I thought Tucker was had done, snap, lost it. But yeah, no. Um, So to you, what was, what was the, the most like, oh shit, either shit hitting the fan or oh shit, this is fantastic. Like what was the most oh shit scene for you? Uh, after I think the oh shit moment what for me because at first i was like uh like when you hear becky die i was like okay she's gonna be a zombie now kind of like tobin and oh his mom okay so, I was so like that's thinking the, more you of thought like that was that, the direction they were that going. style of mood that like, as it kills people it uses them to kill other people yeah, kind of thing okay, yeah so i was yeah. like all right and then the time fo- like fold happened and you have travis cal Tobin, uh, Becky, Becky, all come together, and you're like, "Wait, what? The fuck? That bitch ain't dead." <laughs> I'm like, "What in the hell just? Ha- I'm so confused now." That's the oh shit moment, just because from then on, I was like, "I have, so, I have to focus so hard on this because obviously I'm already confused, and I, if I don't focus, I'm going to just get lost." Yeah. So when. So when you saw Becky's body and all decomposed and stuff, 
and Travis comes up to it. Did you expect the body to move or something like no. that? No. I, I don't know. I, I was just... Obviously, dead things were in there. Yeah. But... Oh, you thought it was going to be like, like, kind of like, like the, the whole kind of like half ghost, half zombie things that yeah. like pop up in movies. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, the okay. dead body's right there, but. But you'd see her less like decomposed pol- and like she'd be like. Like guys type. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Something like that. I think my biggest oh shit moment. Or her stabbing him, uh, Ross right. in the eye. I was just like, oh, fuck. My biggest oh shit moment is when Travis says, I'd let her go if I were you. And he said, is that a threat? And he goes, well, no, it's simple math. You're just outnumbered. Yes. And the, all the grass stops moving. And he looks at the rock and he goes, go for the hard sell? Yeah, I guess you're right. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's like just it. all the grass stops moving. And I was like, oh, <laughs> see, and that's another thing. Like, like it was I a, want some it, more explanation, too, because obviously. You touch the rock, you're part of the hive. Yeah. But it was like Ross was talking to the rock or the yeah. rock was talking to Ross. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just it made it feel like. As a character, Ross was at that point where, like, it's um, like a demigod state where it's just like, I'll use my powers to the, you know, to the extent and yep. just. It's like, oh, oh, you don't want me to go easy on you? Okay. Fuck it. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. And, I like, mean, I could feel the tension. Yeah, and that's when he grabs the shattered fucking thigh bone. Yeah. And stabs him in the gut. Yeah, so, I was just like, yeah, uh, I, I see, I can see that. Yeah, which th- I thought that was pretty cool. He just like digs his arm into the mud, like to like mid forearm, and just pulls it out. I was like, oh, and then shakes it off the mud, yeah, off, just, off the butt. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was dope. That there is some like really crazy shit in this movie, though. Yeah, you guys have to go fucking watch this movie for sure. I think, okay, so there are a lot of parts in this movie where something is happening, but a different outcome happens. Does that make sense? Yes and no. For example, and I'm going to ask you what your favorite scene of it is, because my favorite is when Travis picks up Tobin to put him outside the grass and he ends up in the in the church in the church's back room because it's almost as if there was no cut. It's like the camera panned down. Panned down, yeah. And he was already and he in was, there. It panned down. I think what they did they they set him on just wood. It was like there was a pallet sitting yeah, there, like a pallet. But it was it was the it, the camera moved in just the perfect way that it felt like you moved with him. Yeah, it's like you could feel like, and I say feel in the figurative sense, you could feel a shift. Yes. I was just like, whoa, that was, that was really good. So many times. And I think that one's the best one. The other, the other good one is the, the dog, Mm. the dog. That was a good one. 
because yeah. they're like, and that's when uh, Travis falls off the roof because they're yeah. watching and the dog like he he thinks a, that there's a hole there's like tunnels under the under I, the grass. I think he grasped the whole, uh, like teleportation type thing. Yeah, going on. I think he he kind of understood that. Uh, but see, this is this is the problem. I don't think there's actual teleportation in like there. It's not like there's a bunch of wormholes in the grass. Right. I think it's the rock teleporting things. Yeah, 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 for sure. You see, Freddy had already died once. Yes. And it'd be easy to get a dog to touch a rock. Yeah. So I think it was a distraction. Personally, personally, I think I think the hot, uh, the rock was using the dog. To get Travis out of the picture, at least momentarily. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't fucking know. This movie's a fucking trip. Uh, yeah. Uh, I knew it going in. Yeah, I knew it was I didn't be know it was that bad, cell. though. <laughs> um, shit, I mean, there's not much more to fucking discuss. We know... What I did like about the dog scene is that the dog moves past a tuft of grass. Yep. And disappears. And there's gaps in the grass. Yes. There are fucking gaps in the grass, and they, they just... It meshed so perfectly that you're like, because I was expecting to at least see, like, a little fuck up. Yep. There was no fuck up. Not a bit. And then you see him on the road going to the church. You're like, oh, there's your escape. Just fucking book it. Yeah. But they ran past that tuft of grass. Yeah. Yeah. The same place that the dog went and nothing happened. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you understand the ramifications. (laughs) I think, well, I think part of it is also there was a phrase that you can't get to the rock unless the rock wants you there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the same with the hole. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, CGI. What did you think? Oh, my God. Special effects. They did really good. Fucking phenomenal. Some of the um, best work I have seen. The decomposed bodies didn't look. I, I don't want to say they looked real because I haven't seen I a whole bunch of decomposed bodies in my life. They kind of looked Halloween. But they didn't look bad. No, no. They were high quality. They may not have looked like 100% real or whatever you want to call it. But yeah. but they looked really well done. Yes. Um. um when the grass is like moving and stuff, it doesn't look overly textured as CGI. It looks like legit grass. Like there's a scene, uh, Travis starts tying knots in tufts of grass so that he can find his way out. Yeah. When he un- first and, goes in and, and the grass, it, so. yeah, the grass literally just unties itself. And I was sitting there and I'm like, what kind of camera tricks did they use to do that? Because it looked it, it didn't change. It looked like practical effects. Yes. But at the very end, I was like, "No, nah, I, th- I think that was I think that was special effects." But it looked really yes. good. Yes. 
I don't think they spared any expense uh, in the wheelhouse of special effects due to the fact that they didn't have a whole lot of set costs. They didn't have a whole lot of set costs, and they didn't have a whole lot of actors to pay. Yeah. I mean, the only one that's a big actor is Patrick Wilson. Yes. They used they used a a big name in horror right now. He's he's a yeah, pretty heavy hitter with and Annabelle yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty heavy and insidious. Oh yeah, and insidious. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a pretty heavy hitter when it comes to horror right now, and they used it to their advantage. Yes, they did. And for one, by all means, use him more. I think he's a fantastic oh, I love him actor. As an actor. Um, I think my, I think the girlfriend like hates him, but. <laughs> She hates weird people. Like she hates Chris Pratt, and I think he's. I hilarious. love Chris Pratt. Yeah. So whatever. Um, her opinion is invalid when it comes to this. Her opinion is invalid when it comes to this office and this podcast. <laughs> do you have to like piss or something? I do, but I want to finish this up. Yeah, I, I'm just good. quit squirreling around. I'm Your trying. Creaky as fuck. So fuck um, me, right? I think. I didn't really see anything practical or special effects wise that I was like, mm, that was a mistake. I, I think everything was pretty spot on. I can't pinpoint one that I'm like. Um, okay. I can just for the sake of having a con with all these pros. When you see the dead dog yes. for the second time, when Tobin finds him. There's a shitload of flies buzzing around over yes. him. They're clearly fake. Yeah. They look that, that. fake. Um, and it, there's so fucking many of them. It, okay, it, yeah. I, I, just makes, to be nitpicky. It makes yes. the scene look shitty. You're like, that's way too many fucking flies. Like, fuck off with that. Yeah, I, to be yeah, to be nitpicky. To be nitpicky, yeah. yeah. We'll go with that. Um, I think the casting was out of this world yeah uh if, i don't know any of them other than patrick wilson yeah all phenomenal yeah they did really well um i guess the only one i could have a slight beef with was um and it may have just been the way the character was written but i didn't ever really mesh with cal's character i, I think and it felt kind of artificial but i think he was kind of an artificial person I think it would have been more so the way it, he was written as a character. That's what I'm saying. Like, like he's, uh, he felt artificial, but I don't think it was his acting. I think the character was supposed to feel kind of artificial. Yes. Because he's putting up like this big front to his sister. Yes. I'm assuming. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. And so if I want to get nitpicky, there you go. I can agree with that. Either I, that or. There's one shot, just one mm-hmm. quick, like, cut to, cut, cut mm-hmm. away. Uh, uh, Ross, after he gets his eye stabbed, no, th- that could have been better. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, it, it still looked like somebody with yeah. swollen, stabbed I eye. I get you. But um, set and scenery, everything was gorgeous. Everything was gorgeous. I wish I could have seen The Rock better. Yeah. Um, but I think... With them putting it in such dark light where you can only see, like, certain pieces of it. And, like, you never see, like, the top of the rock until the end of the movie and stuff like that. And I think the way 
the reason they did that was so that there's this error of mystery around yes. the rock. Right, right, which I completely agree with. Yeah. I just want to see it because I wanted to see the carving solder on yeah. it. Yeah, like there's a lot too. Yeah, which so. luckily they do like do some up close shots yeah. on it and stuff. So uh, there's that. Uh, let's see here. Story wise, I mean, I didn't there. Other than the fact that you you never see Tobin when he gets like when he touches the rock for the first time, you never learn about that. But like I said, we could have already been past that point yes. when the story starts. Yes, and uh, and it's hard to say without knowing the book and the story yeah. itself. And so with that, we can't really have any qualms with that. Um, I mean, this movie is. Great movie. I'm probably going to watch it again oh my God, in a day yeah. or two. Yeah, because the girlfriend wants to watch it, so I'll sit and watch it with her. It, this movie is fantastic. Yes. Um. So with that, how many uh, eight-foot-tall stalks of grass out of ten? I'm going to be conservative and save it for something that blows my mind. So I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. A little less conservative than what I was going to. I think it will change after I read the book. Because even though I don't read that often, it sounds like a book that I'll probably finish in a day or two. I was going to go with an 8, 8 and a well, half. Here, let me, let me see if I can change your mind real quick. This is a Netflix original that never oh, no. went to the theaters. No, I... Totally. This wasn't made for the cinema. I get that, that alone blows my mind. I get that. But the re the reason I don't want to rate it higher than a nine. Yeah. Right now until I read the story is just because. You want to see how knowing, much creative liberties were taken and not stuff. Not knowing the story mm -hmm. as Stephen King actually wrote it. Because yeah. obviously artistic liberties are taken whenever you're doing a screenplay. Yeah. I want to see how like. Maybe there's more, a little bit more explanation as to why mm -hmm. things happened the way they did. Whether, it, like, the whole time-folding crap. If I can have answers to those questions, then easily a nine plus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But w without the answers to those questions, it fair just enough. leaves me with too many questions. Yeah, fair enough. Sometimes you're better off with questions. That is true. That is very true. Yeah. But I'm going, I'm, I'd say eight, eight and a half. Right on. Um, so were you guys confused by this movie? Were you confused by our podcast? Were you confused as to how you got here? Don't worry. We are too. Let us know. Shoot us an email at beersandfearspodcast at gmail.com. You can get a hold of us. You can find us on almost all social media as beers and fears podcast yep. at, you know at beers and fears podcast yep. instagram twitter facebook, facebook. join our community it's Answer the, the beers and questions. fears uh community group uh lots of funny horror memes and stuff like that pop up uh you can join our discord if you're in the community because there's a link somewhere in there yes in like the announcements or something um make sure if you guys loved by horror horror merchandise go over to horror merch store dot 
com question mark ref equals 113 that is our referral link we get a little bit of kickback when you guys buy anything off there it's change but you know sometimes change can buy you a mcdouble hey so um that's a good way to help out the podcast if you guys were going to buy something already go ahead and use that link they sell really cool stuff like custom screen print t-shirts and uh, exclusive Funko Pops, costumes, masks, all of the sort for all of your I was too late to get it on Halloween buying needs. Yes. Um, on top of that, if you guys really like what we have do that we have going on right now, you can always just help us out with the listener support link that is in the show notes below. Um, any donations that come in from that go directly back into the podcast, like these brand new microphones I want to buy webcams. Yeah. Webcams so that we can do live shows or anything of the sort like that. A new chair for Rowdy that doesn't creak every time I move. Yeah. That is also not a rocking chair. So he doesn't rock back and forth away from his microphone. Yeah. I'm bad about that. Sorry. (laughs) And other than that, I mean, fuck. I think that's all the shameless plugs we have. Uh, make sure you guys like us on Instagram. We really, um, we're trying real hard to make that a really cool place. Yeah, <laughs> I've kind of slacked this last week just because I've been at work for yeah. twelve hours a day right. every day. Right, he's being a little bitch. Uh, make sure you, uh, if you guys are listening to us on a podcatcher of sorts, give us a five star rating and a review. Um, I don't care if the review is positive or not, as long as it's five stars. Five star reviews help us go up in the recommended bar when you search. So when somebody types in beers and maybe one day fears will be next. Yes. Um, so that people, little lost horror nation kiddos like you can be found and enjoy our podcast. Make sure you share it with a friend. My name's Tucker. I'm Rowdy. And this has been the beers and fears podcast. Get you next week.